Welcome to Groove Therapy, the premier podcast exploring the intersection between live music and health and wellness with experts Dr. Leah Taylor and Tara Lee Weathers. In this podcast, you will learn how live music positively affects well-being through a combination of scientific research and personal experience from your hosts, favorite musicians, industry professionals, and fans like you. Also included are strategies to incorporate the benefits of live music into your everyday life. Welcome back to another episode of the Groove Therapy Podcast. This is Dr. Leah Taylor, and I am here to interview Tara Lee about a topic that she is extremely knowledgeable and certainly an expert at, and that is bringing some fun and playfulness into being productive. So before we do that, I would love to lead everybody through a little grounding exercise with some breathing. So wherever you are, if you could just close your eyes or let them low and just take a nice deep inhale through your nose and out through your mouth. (sighs) Maybe you let out a little sigh and again in through your nose and out through your mouth. And one more time in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Ah. And just noticing if you feel any different by doing that. Maybe you feel a little bit more grounded or present. Maybe a little less in your head and more in your body. So opening your eyes. So I am super excited to have this conversation with you, Tara Lee. I feel like you are such an expert in this. Like you have really mastered the art of feminine surrender in everyday life, but not like in a way that you're not getting stuff done. Like you're still getting stuff done. And I feel like this is so important because we have this view in our society, which has been so masculine dominated for so long that like we need to do things the hard way or we need to like work harder or do more or, you know, all the things. But like we're coming to this point in history where we're realizing more and more like that it's okay to play, that it's okay to have fun, that it's okay to relax, that like it's okay to do things differently than we may have thought we should be doing them. And I think that the more that we can have role models like yourself and really showing people the way by living the life that you lead and also helping to support other people in this way of life, like that's just going to create more and more people that are doing it a different way. And I think people are might find out that it might be a better way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when I first started my journey of entrepreneurship, I would literally lock myself in the room that was my office from nine to five and took a lunch break from 12 to one because I thought that's what you were supposed to do when you are productive. Yeah. But what I found was that 
at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, I'm awesome. I worked from <laughs> nine to five, but then I like didn't get very much done because it was like so much time and it was so unstructured. And I like, I wasn't actually like having any fun and I was bored and I was feeling burnt out and feeling like I wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I think I need to ha- do this a different way. And you know, live music is my favorite, specifically improvisational music. And without structure, improvisational music, like you need to have structure because that structure is what then allows you to kind of like find the magic and kind of go, like the musicians are going where they want to go because they feel safe within that structure to kind of go beyond that. And so I realized that I needed that in my life if I wanted to be able to be productive and get all the things that I need to get done. Because, you know, it would be great if I could just like lie on a beach all day and do nothing. But I live in the United States and in a world where I need to do stuff. Like I need to make my bed every day. I need to like pay car insurance. I need to like eat. You know, there's like all these things that that I need to Plus, do. I bet you would get actually really bored at that because then you're not fulfilling your purpose of being here on the planet, which is to like help people. Yeah, absolutely. Like the fantasy of it sounds great, but then in reality, I'd be like, oh, I need to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like what I have also found is that I, I've coined this term of being playfully productive because people are constantly on my... I'm getting comments on Instagram all the time and people are always like, you must be so busy. Like, it looks like you're so busy all the time. You're doing these things. Like, I want to meet with you for coffee. Do we even have time to do that? And I'm like, I'm like not busy like at all. (laughs) 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 I have like a lot of free time, which of course I don't have children. and, And there's a lot of reasons why like other things that could take up a lot of time for people that I don't have. And and I know that that is true that, and that is luxury that I am living, but I, I work with a lot of people that do have children and they're able to, to do the things that I have taught them to make their lives better. And they actually find that they end up having a lot more time. One of my clients recently just said to me after I helped her develop her whole thing, she gets to do this week list. And I read it to her as if she had already completed it. And I was like, all right, how do you feel? And she said, I feel so chill, but yet I am checking off more things on my list than I ever have before. I feel way less busy and so productive. And like, that is what it's all about. You know, everyone, they think I'm so busy because I have done so much in my life and I'm constantly doing so much, but I'm doing it in really small, consistent steps on a daily basis and breaking everything down. If it's like... I don't know, say I want to go see fish in Atlantic City. There's a lot of steps to get myself to fish in Atlantic City. You know, it's not just that all of a sudden I magically show up at fish in Atlantic City. There's like, I have to find a place to stay. I have to figure out how I'm getting there. I have to get the tickets. There's like so many steps. And so I break everything down into tiny steps that I can do each week. And then if you're taking a step towards something that you want every day, every week, whatever, if it's every day, that's 365 steps that you're taking towards your goal that you wouldn't have taken. And because they're small, it doesn't feel overwhelming. Like sometimes one of my steps for something really big is just send an email to that one person. Like it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but that one email, then the next day, it's like, The next week I have follow up with that person because they didn't respond to the email. And then the next is that they did respond. Okay, now let's like create something there. And then before you know it, that thing happened. Yeah. Well, and I think what's really important too, and where a lot of people, I know myself included, like get really 
tripped up in this is like not having somebody to help them focus on what's really important. Because I know a lot of people, and again, myself included, like I'm really good at being busy. I can make myself busy all day long. But most of the things that I'm doing are not actually things that are helping to get me towards my goal. So like that's where somebody like you who can help support somebody and like let's really laser focus on what are the and I see this you doing this in your life all the time like really focusing on the important things and like not worrying about the other things. Yeah, and like something this sort of like reminds me of that you could stay busy all day every day is that I help people to identify what their distractions are. Mm-hmm. Like what are the things that you're doing that you're kind of just wasting time on? My husband is one of my accountability clients right now. And if he doesn't do the thing, he doesn't pay me, but what he if he doesn't do all the things on his list, then he has to pay me $50 and that's how he's like holding himself accountable. But we came up with distractions and so he was like, you know, I check Facebook Marketplace like every day for like a really long time. And I'm constantly looking at real estate websites. And he's like, I actually have this Excel spreadsheet on our investments and I spend hours staring at it. And he realized that all these things, we we created loving boundaries around them. So it wasn't that he had to cut them out completely, but he would like, he looks at Craigslist or Facebook marketplace for five minutes every day. And he sets a timer. He looks at his Excel spreadsheet at the end of the day for 10 minutes. So he created that. And then that then allowed him to have all this time because we are in a hip hop band together. And now all of a sudden he is able to post on Instagram about our hip hop band. He's able to practice like practices all the time now because he found all this extra time to be able to put that into something that he really wants. Yeah. Yeah, that's so helpful. I love that you guys did that and that you helped support him around that. Yeah. <laughs> it's Well, I was kind of like, do you want me to keep nagging you about this stuff or you want to just become a client? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get some momentum going here and let's make this better for our relationship. <laughs> Nobody likes to be nagged. Yeah. And he's like, at the end of our sessions, he's like, this was so much easier than I thought. I think this is another thing that when people have things that they want to do, it's so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know, running a marathon. You can't just run a marathon in a day. You know, there's like all these things that have to happen. So if you can break it down into what you need to do each day and something that's actually realistic for you to do, you're going to keep on doing it and keep on going with it because it's like not so overwhelming, especially, you know, people with ADHD like me and a lot of people are like this, is you get super excited about something. You have this goal, you have this idea, you go for it full steam ahead, trying to do all the things for like a month until you lose that it stops like being so exciting and you get overwhelmed and you get burnt out and then you give up and then you just throw it to the wind. A lot of people are coming to me with those things that they thought that they couldn't do because they got overwhelmed and burnt out and stuck and are now not realizing that they don't have to build Rome in a day. They can take time. They can live that slow llama life and take time to be able to build the thing with small, consistent steps every day. And I think one of your superpowers is really like making things easy and sustainable. And people need that because we just make things so complicated and it's like, it doesn't need to be that complicated. It can be... And that that's where we need somebody else like you, like an accountability coach to get out of our own heads because we, we don't figure this out on our own. If we did, we'd all be doing it. 
We need yeah, somebody else. I, I can't figure it out on my own. I have somebody that helps me to figure it out. Like it's, and I'm an expert at helping other people and I still can't do it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we all need help. And like a thing that I also help people with because I don't know, like if I'm not finding at least a tiny bit of pleasure in the things I'm doing, I'm way less likely to actually do the thing. That's just the bottom line that there's so much truth right? to that. <laughs> Yeah. And if there's something that you have to do, like say it's like making your bed and you're like, I freaking hate making my bed, but I need to make my bed every day. Okay. Well, what do you like about making your bed? Maybe you like that when you go to bed at night and your bed is all nicely made and it looks beautiful. Or every time you go into your bedroom, your bedroom looks nicer. Maybe you could put on music. Maybe you have a making your bed song that you listen to and then you dance around into your like favorite song and you can only listen to it if you make your bed, which is also <laughs> a reward, which I help people with the reward system as well because that's like where you can find pleasure and stuff. But finding ways to make the things, the mundane tasks that you have to do all the time, how can you like infuse even like a teeny tiny bit of fun and pleasure into it so you keep going and keep wanting to do that on a daily basis? And then it becomes a habit, which you talked about in your episode before this. It becomes a habit and then it's second nature. You don't even have to think about making your bed. Yeah. I love that. Well, you said something a minute ago that I'd love for you to just expand on. And that is the slow llama life. Tell me more about the slow llama life. Yeah. So slow life is trending on TikTok and Instagram. And it's really just about like taking your time with stuff. You know, if you're... We are so stuck to our devices and it makes us feel like we're on call and have to react to every single thing in any given moment. Like if your phone rings or someone texts you, you feel like you need to respond to them right away. So part of that slow llama life is like, okay, maybe someone texted you. Do you need to respond to that right away? Or maybe can you like take, put your hands on your heart and take three deep breaths and then respond to them? Or maybe you have a time in your day where you're like every day at 3 p.m. I'm going to answer my text. And then you do it at that time. It's just like figuring out a way to stop and smell the roses in everything that you do. So you don't feel like you're just going, 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 going all the time. You're like taking your time and letting it be luscious. Mm, Yes. That sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I challenge like all of you listening out there, like what is something that you're doing that you maybe you feel super rushed or like super busy, how can you just slow it down like a little bit? Like the texting was the example I had of maybe not answering right away. What is something else that you can take your time? And of course, you know, if your house is on fire, you need to go run and put out that fire or call the fire department. There's times where you need to react in the moment. But the things that it's okay to kind of take your time with, what would happen if you did? I feel like people think they're going to die, but they're not. Like you're going to be okay. The world is going to keep spinning. The person who's waiting for the text can wait a bit. Everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other tips and tricks around this slow llama life or really like just easing into the possibility that this is possible? And also, I'm sure there are going to be lots of listeners that are like, oh my gosh, I really need support in this. So how can they they reach out to you for that? Yeah. So it's actually interesting. I have a client that I'm about to start working with who manages like 10 bands or something like that. So he is constantly like 
working like almost 24-7. And he's hiring me to hold him accountable to make sure that he fills his cup too. Mm. And that he is like, he was calling it the slow maze life. Because <laughs> 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 that's a song he resonated with more with that. But for him, it's like, I'm going to hold him accountable to live that slow maze life and to be able to really take care of himself. Because when you are responsible for so many other people and their well-being and all of these things, it can be, again, super overwhelming. And if you're not taking that time to like, even just put your hands on your heart and breathe and fill your own cup, you're going to burn out. It's not sustainable. Yes. And so if you are interested in accountability coaching with me, the best way is to go to my Instagram at rocking life with two underscores and send me the words playfully productive because that's what I'm going to help you to do. Mm -hmm. And I will hit you up with a link and some information to see if we are a really good fit to work together. And then also if you work for a corporation that you think that this would be a great thing to have in your corporate stuff, which then your corporation might pay for you to have accountability coaching. Also send me a message with Playfully Productive on my Instagram at Rocking Life with two underscores. Nice. Yes. So everybody do that. If you are called to this this work with Tara Lee, you can even like put a little bookmark in your mind and you can come back to it later if you if you feel like, ah, I want to, but I don't, I don't know right now. But I would love for you to, I think it would be helpful for me or other people to like paint a day, like a day in the life of the slow llama life. Like what what might a day look like so that we can like slip into the scene it, to believe it? Yeah. So typically the day before, I'll write my things I get to do today list for the next day. So I already have this list like all written out of all the things. And of course I add things because things come up that I need to add or that I forgot about. So the first thing I do is wake up and then I go to my phone and I go to my list because I have my list on my phone and I check off that I woke up because then I get that sweet dopamine hit that keeps me going. Yeah. And then the next thing on my list is poop. And you know, if I don't poop, then it's okay. I can check it off later. <laughs> but if I do sweet dopamine hit, checking that off. And then next, I usually hop on my bike and I ride to this like beautiful spot on the lake and I do my workout from there. And then I check that off on my list. I usually do... I was doing one minute of meditation because it's 365 minutes of meditation I wouldn't normally done, but I've recently upped it to three minutes a day of meditation. I'm pretty proud of myself. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll meditate. And then since like I'm sitting in this like beautiful place, a lot of times I'm like, oh, I'm going to like, is there any emails that I need to answer? I'll just look at my list and see what can I do that's on my list that I can do right here. And oftentimes like it might be like, editing something for Instagram or whatever. There's like things I can do there. Then I come back and at around 11 o'clock is when I eat and I call it my epic brunch. And I really take my time. I put on music. I like take my time making this amazing meal. It's usually a huge salad. I also make my dressing from just watering down hummus and it's like the best thing ever. Mm. And I have avocado toast. Sometimes I'll put an egg. Sometimes I won't. I have a smoothie usually. I drink a bunch of water. And then my favorite thing to do is I sit down and watch a program on... If I'm on the boat, I do it on the iPad. If I'm at home, I watch on TV. I watch TV and I eat my epic brunch. And that usually takes me till around 12 o'clock. And then I work with clients from 12 to 2. 
they are either in 15 minute or 30 minute increments because that is the amount of time that I can pay attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I scheduled it that way. And then from about two to four, if I have more things that I need to tackle on my list, I take the time to do it then. And then hopefully I'm done. Sometimes I don't have anything because I did it all in the morning. Other times I have more things. My husband is usually done around five and will like go for a bike ride or watch the sunset and hang out, figure out where we're eating dinner. We also practice for our band usually at night. And I just like kind of have fun for the rest of the day. And and it's like interesting because before when I was locking myself in my office from nine to five, I would like not allow myself to just do things for fun during the workday because I thought that that was wrong. But then I'm like, I got all the things that I said that I would do done. So like, I'm going to just like have fun now and do nothing or even just like lie around and do nothing. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, that's such a sustainable balance for your nervous system too. It's like that ebb and flow of like doing and being and doing and being and doing and being. That sounds so sustainable. I love that so much. And on Monday and Friday, I have no scheduled things at all. And on every other Wednesday for an hour, I have mindset calls that my accountability coaching clients can come to as well as my ADHD business mentoring clients can come to. And so I do those calls. But besides that, I have like more time in the day because I'm not working with clients at that time. So a lot of times I'll like meet somebody for lunch or I'll... I'll schedule like extra things or me getting coaching myself. Like I schedule all that stuff on those days. Yeah. Well, it sounds all balanced and so delightful. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was really like as someone with ADHD who actually like can see things through to the end has been like, I've been like, what? So if I can do it, You can all do it too. You just need support and accountability. It's like the magic potion. Yeah. Yes. So people, please understand that it's okay to ask for help and that that's really how you're going to get things done. That's how you're going to make changes. Yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times I like couldn't do the things because I didn't have the support. Like I like... I don't like to say fails because I learned so many things, but I did like fail at a lot of things because I didn't have the support. And I'm like so grateful that I reached out for help. And everyone I work with is so grateful that they reached out for help for me because now they're like, they're feeling chill and they're living that slow llama life. But yet they're like, and they're playfully productive, checking off all the things on their list and doing all the things and doing even more than they were doing before, but feeling like less. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can bring in all the other, like life is not just about work. Life, you know, we need so many things. It's like the regrets of the dying. You know, it's like when people get to the end of their life, the last thing they ever say is, oh, I wish I would have worked harder. Oh, yeah. It's always like, I wish I would have spent more time with my friends. I wish I would have spent more time with my family. I wish I would have traveled more. I wish I would have done this for myself. So do it while you're still alive. Do it while you're still young. Yeah. And that's all part of that slow llama life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tara Lee, thank you so much. This has been so helpful and I've gotten lots of really great tips. Also just like painting the picture in people's minds of what's possible. I think that's so important because when we can see it, then we can believe it and then we just need to to go for it. So yay. Thank you. Yeah. 
Well, it was my pleasure. This is like, I could talk about this all day, every day. So (laughs) maybe we'll have to dive in. If there was like something that anybody listening wants me to dive into more about this subject, where Leah and I are doing more episodes like this. So just reach out and let me know. Yeah. And they can reach out to you at Rocking Life with two underscores on Instagram. Yep. Okay, great. Yay. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you in the next episode. All right. Have the greatest day being even a little bit more playfully productive than you were before. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We so appreciate you. And if you did love this episode, we would love it so much if you could share it with at least one friend that you think might love it as well. So just send it over to them. Let them know what you loved about it. It could just be like, hey, check this out or one word about how it inspired you. Also, wherever you are listening to your podcast, if you could just click that follow button right there, that would be super awesome. That helps to let the platform know that this is a podcast worth listening to. And also, if you are listening on Apple Pod, if you could not only follow us, but also leave a rating or a review, it would mean so much to us. That, again, is how more people are going to be able to find out about this podcast and really start to open their mind about the intersection between health and wellness and live music and why this experience is so important for our health and our well-being and our longevity. So again, thank you so much for listening. We are a part of Osiris Pod. You can find many more inspiring arts and music podcasts at osirispod.com. And if you would like to follow me, Leah, or Tara Lee, you can find us on Instagram. Tara Lee is at Rocking Life with two underscores, and I am at Dr. Leah Taylor. So come follow us there. We love you so much, and thank you again for listening.